Are we ready to open next month? I think so. You think so? Well, it's complicated. Fire protection, first aid supplies, uniforms, safety training, mat services. Oh, and restroom supplies. So uncomplicated. Call Sent Us. They'll handle all of it. Wow. One company can handle all that? That's not very complicated. So, you'll be ready? Oh, we'll be ready. Oh, I'm ready! Learn how CentOS can help you get ready for the workday. Visit CentOS.com. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Carolina Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti hitting you guys back up on this Victory Monday, October 2nd, 2017, as the Carolina Panthers scored a huge victory over the New England Patriots, 33-30, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, we got to remind you all that today's episode of the Locked On Panthers podcast is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Log on to their website, use the promo code Locked On to, to match your deposit up to 100%. Remember, you play, you win, you get paid with mybookie.ag. So here we are, week four. We're in the books. We're a quarter of the way through the season already. Can you believe it? Four four weeks in, the season is just flying by, and here are the Panthers sitting at three and one. Obviously, impressing a lot of folks so far with their strong start and certainly pulling off a big upset over the defending champions yesterday off the heels of a Graham Gano game-winning field goal to win the game 33-30. to So as I said, the Panthers now sitting at 3-1, and now tied with the Atlanta Falcons atop the NFC South as the Falcons, of course, lost to the Buffalo Bills at home 23-17. So the Panthers tied for first place and actually have a chance to stand alone atop the division if they can beat the Lions next week because the Falcons have their bye week. But that's for later in the week. Let's go back to Sunday and kind of talk about what we saw that led to the victory over the New England Patriots. One of the big aspects, of course, one of the key reasons they won certainly was the play of Cam Newton. You could tell this was this was his time to shine. They really... Thomas Davis said it best when he talked about Cam Newton, saying how they really opened up the playbook this week, and you can tell there was a major difference in his play. They really... oh, He's right. They opened up the playbook. He seemed to throw it deep a lot more than he had the first couple of weeks. He seemed more relaxed, more confident. He's running the ball more. You know, he had the rushing touchdown. He's gaining big yards. He's starting to get that swagger back, and certainly this better, better late than never. But you know, four four games in, it it took him a while. But what a what a time for him to put up his best performance of the season over 300 yards and three touchdowns he did have the interception but overall of course just a fantastic performance by Mr. Cam Newton and really the team as a whole really performed well you know the Patriots and Tom Brady are obviously going to do Tom Brady like things that's one of the reasons why they 
were able to erase that 14-point deficit they they faced to tie the game at 30. You know, so that that's just a credit to the Patriots, not necessarily a knock on the Panthers. But for the most part, I thought the Panthers played pretty well on defense. You know, Rob Gronkowski had his own throughout the game, but there was a time as well that they kind of kept him in check, and that really was one of the reasons why the Panthers were able to get out to as big of a lead as they did. Like I said, leading by 14 at one point, 30 to 16. You know, certainly the other Patriots weapons got involved, namely Danny Amendola for the most part, and then you know the running game got involved pretty well. Mike Gillisley and Dion Lewis both got in the action. But overall, you know, for what we expected going into this game and how we thought the Patriots were just going to run away with this, how the Panthers' offense really showed no... You know, they really didn't give us any kind of hope or any kind of optimism going into this game. This was by far a pleasantly surprising performance. Let's, let's put it that way. So... You know, certainly Panthers fans have to be ecstatic with how their team performed. Offense, obviously, again, moved the ball very well, starting with Newton and really going on along the line. The running game played fantastic. McCaffrey continuing his ways. Even Fozzie Whitaker getting involved, scoring that touchdown on screen pass and just using his pure speed to just blow by everybody. And really, it was McCaffrey that set it up. If you remember, McCaffrey goes out one way and basically takes the entire defense with him. Whitaker swings around the other side. Newton gets the screen to him, and he just is off to the races for the touchdown. And then Devin Funches. Here's what we were waiting for. Devin Funches finally starting to get more involved in this offense. You know, this is this is what we've been waiting for, and this is what we need to see going forward, again, without guys like uh, Greg Olson. So it was nice to see Devin Funches finally get involved, and not at the expense of Kelvin Benjamin. You know, every, really everybody was involved, even Ed Dixon. Ed, Ed Dixon caught a few passes. It was really a total team effort along the offense. Uh, Offensive line didn't do too bad. And then defense, like I said, very stout. Defensive line played very well. You know, you had... They had their moments when the Patriots were at the goal line. But then again, Tom Brady just did Tom Brady things. And uh, that's what led to the touchdown on that fourth and goal... You know, the Patriots just did a great job protecting Brady, allowing Amendola to run across the end zone, giving Brady the time to find him. Nat tied it at 30, but then, of course, the Panthers came back, drove the field, Graham Gano comes out, kicks the field goal, and the Panthers won it 33-30. to So, again, you just got to be fantastically sur- surprised and ecstatic and just joyed at how the Panthers played Sunday. So again, now they sit at three and one, certainly another tough test next week, back on the road to take on Matthew Stafford and the Detroit lions in week five. 
Before we continue on, just got to take a moment to thank our great sponsor. You know, ever since we started doing this podcast, people are always asking for advice as far as sports betting goes. You know, what team do you take this week? Are you taking Washington or Kansas City? So let me tell you this. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. So that's why I tell people to go to mybookie.ag. MyBookie has been in this business for years, guys, and the reputation is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so right off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. And they have the fastest payouts, just two business days to get your money. So you know who's going to win, right? Well, go ahead and lay down some cash and win big today. You know, and I, it's a great website very easy to navigate. They've got the mobile site that you have to check out. You can do live in-game betting. Again, a mobile site, so if you're live at the event, you can bet on your teams right then and there. So remember to go to mybookie.ag, use the promo code Locked On to activate your offer. You can get up to $1,000 matched right on the spot. So visit mybookie, that's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, mybookie.ag today you play you win you get paid so let's take a quick look ahead at next week so certainly again the panthers as i said before tough matchup going up against matthew stafford but you know they've are obviously building a lot of confidence now and this is certainly a defensive line that can get to Matthew Stafford. Look at a couple of weeks ago when the Lions played the Falcons. You know, the Falcons got to him a couple times. The rookie, Takaris McKinley, recorded his first sack on Matthew Stafford. So certainly this strong defensive line, Mario Addison, Julius Peppers, and even the interior guys, they can get to Matthew Stafford. So that's certainly going to be one of the keys to the Panthers winning this game and certainly will dive deeper into this as the week goes on and hopefully try to get some guests on to talk a little more about the Lions. But early on, that's definitely one of the keys. Obviously, they've got great playmakers on the outside in Golden Tate and Marvin Jones. Amir Abdullah had a good game yesterday against the Vikings. And then certainly the defense is very solid. So obviously won't be easy to go into Detroit and play. Detroit's a very good team. They're also a 3-1, and one, tied atop the NFC, NFC North. So certainly this game very well could have playoff implications early on. You know, head-to-head. Whoever wins this game will get that head-to-head, and that can certainly come into play should these teams be battling for, say, home field priority in the playoffs or even one of those wildcard spots. So... You know, week five, you're talking about a very important game. Also, as I said before, Falcons have their bye week this week. So the Panthers have a chance to get to 4-1 and one and sit alone atop the NFC South. So very, very important game for the Carolina Panthers on Sunday. Let's take a quick wrap around the rest of the NFC South in week four. We'll start with the Falcons. Came down to a fourth down play. They had fourth and one and try to get it to Taylor Gabriel, but the Bills' defense was just absolutely fantastic, really on two straight plays, because they had third and one, and then fourth and one. Both were incomplete passes to Taylor Gabriel, deep in Atlanta, or excuse me, deep in Buffalo territory. 
Buffalo stopped them on both plays and held on to get the win 23-17. So first loss of the season for the Atlanta Falcons. Certainly a pretty stingy way for the Falcons to go into their bye week, losing the way that they did. But I tell you what, Buffalo looks pretty darn good so far. You know, they're sitting at 3-1 and one themselves as well, and who would have thought at the quarter pole that the Buffalo Bills would be sitting alone atop the AFC East? And remember, this was a Buffalo team that Carolina held to just three points in Week 2. So for the for Buffalo to bounce back the way they have over the last two weeks, beating Denver and then beating Atlanta, which, oh, by the way, happened to be the first loss for both teams. Remember, Denver went into that game 2-0, and and Atlanta came into this game 3-0. and Buffalo's doing very well for themselves for a team that a lot of people thought would tank or, or in essence, didn't really have a strong roster after all the moves they made, namely trading Sammy Watkins to the Los Angeles Rams, who, oh, by the way, are very good themselves. That offense looks really legit. So, you know, so not necessarily a bad loss for the Falcons, but certainly the way they lost it is one they definitely like to get back. And, like I said, a tough way for them to go into their bye week. And then they'll come out week six, and they'll play the Dolphins. And speaking of the Dolphins, they got schlacked by the New Orleans Saints out in London, 20 to nothing. New Orleans actually becomes the first team, or actually, let's flip it around. Miami becomes the first team to ever get shut out in London as Jay Cutler just struggled and Miami as a whole couldn't really do much of anything. I, I tell you what, we talked a couple weeks ago about how fragile the Saints' defense was. All of a sudden, they're turning legit. They held the Panthers to, what, 13 points, I believe, in Week 3? And then they come out and shut out the Dolphins. So that's two opponents now that they've averaged only about 6-7 points per game over the last two weeks. Now, certainly certainly when talking about Miami's offense, one that hasn't played particularly well over the last couple weeks, take with a grain of salt, but still, you know, not giving up many points is still very, very impressive. But now they'll go into their bye week and they'll actually play... They'll play Detroit after Carolina does. As you look at their upcoming schedule, they've got two very good offenses coming up on their schedule. They've got Detroit in Week 6, and then they visit Green Bay in Week 7. And then you got Chicago Week 8, who of course just named Mitchell Trubisky as the starting quarterback for next Monday night against the Vikings. And then Tampa Bay at Buffalo. So there's some good... Good teams coming up on New Orleans schedule. So we'll we'll get a sense now of how good that defense really is. Are they more the defense that we've seen in the last two weeks against Carolina and Miami? Or are they the defense that they showed in weeks one and two 
against Minnesota and New England. And remember, this was back when Minnesota had Sam Bradford, not the current Vikings, behind Case Keenum. But certainly, Saints have done a nice job bouncing back after starting 0-2. They now sit at 2-2. Just another quick reminder, you're listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast, brought to you by mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Use the promo code LOCKEDON today at mybookie.ag. Tampa Bay sends the New York Giants to 0-4, which certainly... And I'll certainly be the first to admit my picks last week obviously were not good. I went over 4 on the NFC South games. I thought Miami could pull the upset of the Saints. I thought the Giants were going to get their first win. And then, of course, picked Carolina to lose and Atlanta to win. So none of that went well. But Tampa Bay, solid performance. They hang on to beat the Giants 25-20. to Excuse me, 25-23. Boy, what is going on with the New York Giants? Just got to throw that out there. 0-4. No one would have thought. I mean, this was... The Giants were a very popular pick to win the NFC East. And now they're at 0-4. So you can almost say that their season's pretty much in the toilet. Which is a shame for, you know, all the talent they have. Tampa Bay, of course, has got to turn right around because they're on a short week this week. Thursday night against the Patriots. And next week, we'll be talking the same thing about the Panthers, because, of course, after they play Detroit, they turn around for a Thursday game against Philadelphia. And certainly looking ahead to that Thursday game, you know New England is going to be angry. They always are after a loss. Very rarely do they lose two in a row. So Tampa Bay's really got to get on their game if they are wanting to get to 3-1. and one. But boy, what a big win that would be for Tampa Bay if they can send New England to 2-3. and three. I'm sure Panthers fans right now would be rooting for New England to kind of push them down the line a bit and keep pumping Carolina up. So we'll, we'll see what happens on a short week at home when Tampa Bay takes on New England. So that's a quick wrap around the NFC South and a look at how the Panthers did on Sunday against the Patriots. Again, big win for them. The Panthers fans obviously very excited on this Victory Monday as we hit the quarter pole of the NFL season. So with that, I think we'll wrap things up back throughout the week talking more Panthers and down the line getting you ready for Sunday's game against the Detroit Lions. Again, hoping to get get a guest on potentially to really dig into this matchup more and get you guys some info on the Lions. But until then, I'm Bill Rossetti. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Really do appreciate it. Also remember, before I forget, still running that Pro Football Focus promotion. Make sure to go to iTunes Leave a review of the podcast and leave your Twitter handle and be entered for a chance to win that Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. You get all the goods. You get the player snap counts, the grades, all the good stuff that you've come to expect from Pro Football Focus. You get fantasy insight. You get draft coverage. There's just so much going on. So really go after that uh, Edge subscription. 
I've checked it out. PFF is just fantastic at what they do. And it really gives you a great insight into the game of football and what's going on in the NFL and the college game. So go to iTunes, leave your review and your Twitter handle, and be entered to the ch- for a chance to win. And as always, I want to thank our sponsors over at MyBookie for powering all the shows here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So thanks to them. Remember, use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Visit MyBookie.ag and get your deposit and start winning, start making some money, doing what you love to do, watching and betting on sports. So with that, take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast. Leave, Keep it locked in here on the Locked On podcast network. I'm Bill Orsetti, and until next time, take care, my friends. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.